Hey everybody, the following episode of the Cantori Show with Taylor Steele, brought to you by March and Ash, San Diego's premier cannabis dispensary with locations in City Heights, Mission Valley, up in North County, the Vista area to be exact. Coming soon to Chula Vista with two locations, IB, Imperial Beach, right before the split in the Coronado. And uh, check them out online if you want to do the curbside pickup or delivery, marchandash.com. How awesome is this? A new San Diego supergroup by the name of Plosives featuring John Reese of uh, Drive Like Jehu, Rocket from the Crypt, Hot Snakes, Rob Crow, one of my faves uh, on vocals, Rob from Pinback, and then you have on drums just ripping Adam Willard of Angels and Airwaves against me, also ex Rocket from the Crypt, and uh, this new song. Hit the Breaks is off uh, their forthcoming new record, which was uh, produced over at Singing Serpent, which is right around the corner from my house, with uh, Ben Moore and, and Reese's brother, Dean Reese. And uh, if the rest of the album sounds like this track, I'm friggin' pumped. As stoked as I am to talk to uh, Taylor Steele today. And uh, if you grew up here in Southern California, if you've been influenced by surf culture and music like Blink, Pennywise, Jack Johnson, Offspring, jeez, uh, Pivot. Remember Pivot? Sprung Monkey. What's up, Steve? Uh, Taylor Steele helped bring a lot of these, lot of these bands to the forefront uh, with his surf films. He's been making surf movies for almost 30 years now. In fact, let's see here. Next year... Momentum will be celebrating its 30th anniversary, if you remember that one, with uh, Kelly Slater, Shane Dorian, uh, Rob Machado, a very young Rob Machado, and also featured the music of Blink and Pennywise and Offspring, as I mentioned earlier. And uh, Taylor's got on to have just an insane career over the last 30 years in the surf film industry. He's served as a director, a producer. He's got his own production company. And uh, he's a tastemaker. I mean, he's worked for huge brands and collaborated with major over the years celebrities. And uh, today, have the pleasure of talking to him about his Salento Surf Festival, which is happening well starting tomorrow and running through Friday over at the La Paloma Theater in Encinitas. It's the first annual Salento Surf Festival, and Salento also happens to be the name of his tequila brand. So we talk about about the festival here, and then his tequila brand. And before we get to that, do want to thank our friends over at Baja Bound Mexican Auto Insurance. If you're heading south of the border, perhaps you're taking a surf trip. Maybe maybe Taylor's filming you. You need to get yourself some auto insurance, protect those personal belongings, and you can do so at BajaBound.com. I know Josh Kerr has been a longtime pro surfer. Josh Kerr. Longtime uh, customer of Baja Bound. I've been using them, protecting my wave storms. Kidding. 
but uh, it's all about the vehicles and making sure your car is protected. You don't want to go to some of the, you know, those janky places off the 805 before you hit, or the 5 before you hit the border. Take care of it in advance. Just hit the website, BajaBound.com, and you can print your, uh, your policy out in a matter of minutes. Also want to put a couple of shows on your radar, starting with tomorrow night, September 22nd, which is a Wednesday night here in San Diego. We've got Modest Mouse performing at the Open Air Theater, the Cal Coast Credit Union OAT over at SDSU. You can get your tickets now at a pretty decent price point. In fact, I was talking to my wife about heading down because uh, I, I check the set list. Anytime a band comes to town, I see what they're playing, and I go to that like setlist.com, and Modest Mouse playing a lot of old stuff, stuff off uh, good news for people who love bad news, Moon in Antarctica, saw they had Third Planet on the playlist, Cowboy Dan. I'm like, I'm in. Modest Mouse tomorrow night, September 22nd, Cal Coast Credit Union Open Air Theater. Also coming to town, 311 with Iration. It's amazing how big Iration is. I think they just played here too. But uh, they sell out every show they play. 311 still huge. That show happening at the North Island Credit Union Amphitheater Saturday, October 16th. That's when that show is happening. Again, it's 311. Nick Hexham coming to town with Peanut and S.A. Martinez. Saturday, October 16th, North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. So let's go. Talk to Taylor Steele. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, I appreciate you asking. It's... um. It's an interesting time to be alive, but uh, I, I have found my place and I'm okay with my place and doing that work on myself, you know, and working on, on being a better human every day. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, good progress there. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny because I was even reading the description of uh, Salento as it relates to the, uh, the tequila brand Salento, not the, yeah. the festival. And yeah. uh, it was, you know, putting an emphasis on being present and slowing down in life. And I'm like, wow, that 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 speaks and resonates with me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, this Slento, you know, it's all it's sort of covering all my interests in life. So it's it's tequila, it's film, it's um, surfing, all those things. Yeah, but it seems like it's wrapped around a theme, and please correct me it if is. I'm wrong, about just really slowing down, too, and enjoying the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 some of those things that we all need. Um, it's like sort of a reminder and, and something to help you transition from work mode and thinking about the future to just being present and slowing down and really just sort of rewarding yourself with with time and, and how you spend that time, whether it's with people or by yourself and, and just that important side of just, you know, having moments that you appreciate compared to just moments that you're just sort of ignoring because you're so focused on the future. Yeah. Oh man. Can I relate to that? And what do you think? Uh, you think that just comes with age and wisdom? I think, um, you know, like for me, for me, like living in North County, you sort of have it more than in other places. But when I lived in New York, I was, um, you know, just caught up in the tempo of things and enjoying it, you know, creatively. It was so stimulate, stimulated. But then um, I realized when I was most present was when I was like sipping tequila with friends and just sort of catching up on the day and not really 
creating and, and working. And so it, it reminded me of like when I would go to the ocean and in those moments. And so it just sort of made me focus it on it more and then really uh, be aware of those moments and, and not just take them for granted. And do you still bounce between Encinitas and New York or is uh, North County your permanent home now? Yeah, I'm pretty much back in North County full time. Um, yeah, I, I was overseas for 12 years and then in New York for four years. So I haven't been in North County for a while and, and coming home was uh, a, a, a real downshift in tempo. I bet. And so, <laughs> um, and, and I found, I actually found myself like complaining about it a little bit. Like, why don't we have this? Why don't we have that? New York has this and sort of comparing the two. And I, and I know the plus sides of here is it's a lot more um, physical and just healthier lifestyle, but I was missing sort of that creative and that culture and just actually even knowing my neighbors more and knowing everybody around me. Yeah. Um, in New York, in New York, I knew my butcher and I knew, you know, my deli owner and, and just, I don't know, there's something about maybe that you're not in cars and you're not, um, in your bubble that you're, you just are more outgoing in New York. People seem to be more accepting also back in New York. We're here yeah. sometimes it's, it's not as not so friendly at times. It can be a little, uh, you know, superficial or judgmental where I feel like New York just, I love the, I love feeling small in New York. Yeah. I, you know, like, I think it's just, it's, it, um, you know, we, in New York, you share the weather, you share the, the heartaches and the, and the toughness of New York and, and that sort of bonds you. But, but here, here, like that, that idea of like knowing your neighbor and, and having a reason to connect with them was sort of why I started the festival. It was like, like just missing that culture, missing that community side of things. And then that was sort of what stimulated that, like, Instead of complaining about it, why don't I do something about it? Take action. Yeah, and you've put together something really, holy shit, super special. <laughs> with the, It's just because it resonates with me, and, and obviously it's everything I'm interested in, so I'm a little biased, but you're doing it right. And please tell us about the Salento Surf Festival, which kicks off uh, tomorrow. Yeah, well, you know, it was it was an idea that's been, you know, stewing for a while, and I, I uh, finally... I got back from overseas and I'm like, I'm just going to do it this year. And we sort of real quickly put it together, but it, it all started to gel. And, and I really felt the energy of people excited to, to support it. And, and um, the idea is, is, is music, it's conversation, it's old surf films, it's new surf films. Um, and it's, it's, it's really just an excuse for everybody to come together. And uh, night one, we have, um, this, this TV series, a uh, film series called the drive through, we're bringing the whole crew back together and we're sort of going through memory lane on all these old films and the cast will be on stage and we'll talk to, talk to them about it all. Um, we have some new films, um, called reckless isolation and, and this, uh, that's a, a more typical surf film. And then we have this one that's made in Cuba. Um, about this uh, new surf, new surf like uh, tribe that's really just wants to be seen and wants surfing to be allowed. It's not allowed everywhere, and it sort of documents these surfers trying to be a surfer in Cuba, 
And, and so, and then we have some short films on top of that and music as, as well. So that's like night one and each night sort of has that sort of that energy of there's a whole bunch of different things. And, and I, I'm actually adding stuff as we speak and I'm and trying you're gonna to be hosting, right? Hosting the first night, correct? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely out of my comfort zone and, and just sort of, uh, we'll be talking through the whole thing and trying to, um, yeah, trying to give a flow to it, trying to give just the sort of fan, um, the filmmaker fan, the, the, um, surf fan, um, oh, you're point the of perfect view. guy. I, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'll be, I'll be interviewing. We have directors from all the films coming down and then we have, um, the cast that night. And then the next night we have, um, Mick Fanning coming down and we're, I'm, I've done so many crazy trips with Mick. Um, we went to Rwanda. We went to Spain running with the bulls. Damn. Um, we went to Bahamas and, and South Australia diving with great whites and tiger sharks. And so all those films, I'm just sort of going to go through the, the adventure side of Mick, not the, not the competition side, but sort of his second chapter where he basically says yes. And, um, and, and to put himself um, in these experiences to sort of, I guess, be present. Oh, um, cool. I, and, and then um, the, the third night is, is more female focused. And there's a, a beautiful film, um, a documentary called Women Can't Surf. And um, that's our headliner. And then um, we have some, some cool short films to uh, surround that. And then um, in the very start of the night, we're going to do some um, other films that aren't female focused. We're going to do Kelly Slater, Black and White. It's a 30 year anniversary. Damn, and we it's have, been 30 years? Have, Woo. Yes. We have Shaking a director out. coming down, Richard Wilcock. He went on to start Volcom. He's going to come down and do Q&A. And, and, you know, there might be another special guest that stars in that one, too. But I don't want to promise anything. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and then you've also got uh, our friend Donovan Frankenriders coming through, and Rob Machado is obviously going to be involved, yeah. and Benji, That's and Gigi, right. and Dane. I mean... You've got all the heavy yeah. hitters and people you've been working with for, for decades now. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's, it's like a really fun sort of celebration of surfing. How cool. And I wanted to delve a little bit into the, the Salento brand itself as a, as it relates to the tequila. How long has it been up and running now? It's been about two years that I started it and um, it's a big learning curve on it all, but um, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun learning all the, all the, things it takes um i'm just a huge fan of of tequila and the artisanal side of it and we have an artisanal brand that's small batch single estate so it's it's not a big corporate thing it's 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 just um real high quality um tequila how did you how did you really get introduced to it because uh that, that's something i would never imagine doing but how friggin' cool and you know, like I, I was working with so many brands as a creative director and, and there was a lot of things that I enjoyed with it on the creative side, but there was, I was almost feeling like, like I wanted to believe in it all the way through. And there was certain things that weren't consistent with what I, my beliefs were. And so I decided to start it from scratch and I was really trying to think about what, what to start, what brand. And I, I, I just went, well, I love really nice sipping tequila. Um, th there hasn't been a brand that I really resonated with as far as knowing 
knowing who does it, who they are, and like have that sort of culture behind it. Um, most brands are all about the technique of how you right. make it and not really a message of that, that um, goes beyond that. So for me, for me, as I started like looking into that space, I, I just fell in love with this organic distillery down in Mexico, a, a three generation family that's been doing it there. Where exactly. I just, it's Amatitan uh, down, down in a tequila Valley and um, Jalisco. Um, yeah. So once I, once I, once I tasted the tequila um, and worked with them to sort of um, get the right flavor notes, I was, I felt like, all right, this will be easy. This is the best tasting tequila I've ever had. This, the, you know, <laughs> like all I have to do is do a little bit of marketing. And I've learned from them that it's a lot harder than that. There's a lot of logistics, but um, I think we like when finally people try it, they'll fall in love with it. And so I feel good about that. It's just harder harder to get the word out than I thought it would be. And I was going to ask like for myself, you know, I don't know a ton about tequila, but I do know that I love a sipping tequila, but I really wouldn't know where to start, where to find it. You know, there's a place down the street from my house, uh, Cantina Mahawel, I think is how you pronounce it. I'm sure I'm gringoizing it, but uh, it's a tequila bar and it's a renowned tequila bar. And I see all the bottles. I don't even know where to start. So how do you acquire it? How do you find it? Yeah, like we launched um, after like four years of research and working on it on flavor notes and bottle design and all these things. We we launched right at two months before COVID. And so that changed our whole strategy. We went from like being in those cool bars that you just mentioned um, to being uh, trying to figure out how how to get it in people's homes. And, and so we, we pivoted and went to, um, different places like, uh, Whole Foods and, and, um, BevMo and Total Wines and those sort of places that do home delivery. And then just started, started working backwards from there and getting, getting some of the other spots that, uh, deliver, but our, our footprint isn't big in the, in the bars. It's more in the. Um, where you buy it for your home, home mini Retail. Bar. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And yeah. then do you have an introduction, you know, introductory tequila or is it are you, how many different varieties you're producing? We have three flavors, um, you know, like the, and, and the Blanco, I, I always recommend starting with the Blanco. It's, it's how you taste the agave. Um, you know, the way we've done it is, is really just the best part of the agaves used. So it's naturally sweet, no additives. And it's organic. And, and most people think that all tequilas are organic and it's not true. There's when, when they're young, they need a lot of pesticides and to sort of stabilize them. And I really think you taste it um, deep down in there. So um, ours is organic and it's it's from one one field and it's it's really. Um, yeah. So you, the Blanco start there and then we have a reposado that's aged nine months and then Nejo that's aged 18 months and those Damn. are long for those things um you could you could do a repo in two months or uh an Ajo in 12 and so we let ours age and that taste you try and what's the difference for the uh for the unknowing what would the difference between the blanco and those two be 
How do they all yeah, different? Yeah, so so the, it sits in a whiskey barrel, and that whiskey sort of seeps into the tequila and darkens it. So that's what gives it that sort of caramel color, and it gets sweeter as it goes. But it also takes on a little bit more of a whiskey tone to it. And Got so, it. if you like a sipping whiskey, then you would lean towards more of the nejo, and then if you like uh, more of a you know gin or vodka, then you'd go more for the blanco. I I think, but for me, like I've been drinking tequila so long that I don't haven't <laughs> tried vodka or gin in a long time. No, yeah. I'm in. I'm going to start on the Blanco level. I'm going to get off the Cuervo yeah. and on the Salento. Yeah. I'm kidding. I haven't had Cuervo <laughs> yeah. since I was in college. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a mix, though. It's not even pure tequila. So that's a hangover waiting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and with your tequila, obviously, I was going to even say it's like putting... Uh, you don't mix it with anything. This is just a sipping. This is a sipping drink. You're not mixing this with any sweeteners or... Uh, Grand Marnier or that sort of stuff. That would be like putting uh, ketchup on a good steak. Yeah, I, I don't. But but look, like whatever, you know, it's it's all your ingredients. If you if you like margaritas and you use all nice ingredients, you'll taste the difference. But for me, I just drink it with uh, on the rocks. And I like that. that That's taste. my style. Well, I look forward to checking some out. I will definitely be consuming and exploring your your world of tequila. <laughs> while uh, definitely encouraging people to check out the Salento Surf Festival. Encinitas La Paloma Theater uh, runs through the 22nd through the 24th. And after this, uh, this is all said and done, obviously you've cur curated this entire event. What's, uh, I know how much work that takes. Uh, what's next for you? Yeah, uh, I, I think, well, this is the first annual. I'm, I'm convinced that we're going to do it again next year. We'll do, it'll be bigger, more music acts. Um, my one of my movies is coming up on a 30 year anniversary with some of the punk rock stuff. And so I'll try to get some of those bands to play. And um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to just having a reason to everybody to get get together and keep it moving and keep doing it annually. I love it. Well, yeah, continued success with it. And I look forward to checking it out. All right. Talk to you later, Chris. Very cool. Thank you so much to Taylor Steele for coming on the show here. And uh, be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already to the Cantori Show podcast, which you can find on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. And we've got a lot going on behind the scenes as it relates to our little podcast network here, which includes my, uh, my friend Chris Cote and uh, Todd Richards over at the Monday Mass. They're part of our, our little network here, which will be growing uh, over the next couple of weeks, months. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Otherwise, if you'd like to attend uh, the Salento Surf Festival, hit their website, Salento, S-O-L-E-N-T-O, tequila.com. Get yourself some tickets. I believe some nights are already sold out. But uh, you'll also find information as to where you can get the tequila. And I look forward to sampling some and reporting back to you. Otherwise, on our next show, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Squints from the Sandlot. Remember the Sandlot and Squints? Well, Chauncey is his real name. will be joining us to talk about not his tequila brand, but his cannabis brand, Squints, which you can, well, find at March and Ash. Imagine that. Marchandash.com. So before I get out of here, I thought I would play um, the entire Hit the Brakes track by Plosives. Hopefully it's cool. 
John Reese, I'm I'm assuming would be okay with it over at Swami Records. But uh, Plosives again, San Diego Supergroup featuring the aforementioned John Reese of Hot Snakes, Rocket from the Crypt, Drive Like Jehu, Rob Crow of Pinback, Adam Willard of Angels and Airwaves, Rocket from the Crypt, and Against Me, and Jordan Clark of Mrs. Magician. First song here, Hit the Brakes, and uh, the band will be playing two shows in November, one at Alex's Bar in Long Beach, the other at the Courtyard downtown. That's November 6th, and they'll have their first full length available in early 22 on Reese's Swami Records. So looking forward to it. Hope you enjoy this, and if you do, be sure to stream it wherever you stream your music. Until next show, be well.